at the beginning of the service, I mentioned that we're going to be doing something fun during this series where I'm inviting you to share some pictures of what your life looks like right now at home during this season. And again, you can send those pictures to Kathy at WPCWestlake.org and we'll use them in the coming weeks. But it wouldn't be fair for me to ask you to do something that my family wasn't willing to do ourselves. So here's some pictures of what life looks like in the Rody household during this crisis. On one hand, there's been some really sweet moments for us. I've played guitar more than I have in years, often accompanying my, my daughter Ella where she practices piano. Haley and I did something that we've, we've never done in the 20 plus years of, of knowing one another. We, we pulled out a puzzle, a 500 piece Wrigley Field puzzle and put it together for a date night. Uh, Thomas and I, we, we watched Star Wars together for the first time, kind of stopping along the way and, and telling the story. But it's also been messy. It's also been difficult. Uh, most days, at least one of us is in our, our PJs until two or three in the afternoon. Uh, each of our, our kids has a different kind of Zoom schedule that we have to follow. And they're all trying to figure out, well, well, how how do we do this? Well, dad's trying to work at home. Well, dad's preaching to a camera. What does this what does this look like? It seems like every time we have a routine it's disrupted one or two days after it's established. The season isn't easy. And at the same time, it's forced us to slow down, to, to think about who we are as individuals, who we are as, as communities, and, and who we are as a church. I've tried to remind us during these digital services that, that just because our physical campus is closed, it doesn't mean that our purpose stops. We're still a community called to invite all people to follow Jesus on a journey of faith, friendship, and service. And right now, that journey is in our homes. Now, Scripture is full of places where God shows up in, in homes. In the Hebrew text, we read about it in places like the, the tent of the tabernacle, where God moves with the people wherever they are. We read about it in the story of Passover. And we read about it even as the Israelites are in exile in Babylon, that where God calls them to seek the shalom, the peace of the neighborhoods where they live. Now, the New Testament is full of, of similar stories. And we're going to spend the majority of our time over the next few weeks exploring how the early church developed out of homes. But this morning, I wanted to start with a lesson that comes out of Mary and Martha's home. So if you, you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn to Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. And I'm reading from the ESV. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken from her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, Martha's house was in Bethany, which is about two miles outside of Jerusalem. And there was a Jewish saying during that time that would have applied to houses that were close to Jerusalem, where, where rabbis stopped on their way into the city and, and often taught. And, and, and that saying is from the Mishnah, and it says, Let your house be a meeting house for the sages. And sit amidst the dust of their feet and drink their words with thirst. So it wouldn't have been completely out of the norm for Jesus to stop 
And it wouldn't have been completely out of the norm for Martha to set up the house and, and kind of get some food ready and to clean it up to prepare for the disciples. But there are at least two ways in particular that, that made Martha uncomfortable with this visit. And, and I think we can learn from her discomfort, especially with what all that we're going through in our world today. First, Martha gets busy playing the role of, of hostess. It was a role that she knew well, a role that she had trained most of her life for. It makes me think of my, my Aunt Nancy, who was a wonderful, wonderful hostess. She, whenever we'd go to her house, she would, she would prepare some food. She would constantly be cleaning up, wanting everything to look just right. When we had kids and toddlers started showing up at our house, she would follow them around to make sure that they didn't pick up something that was fragile or, or go into a room that they shouldn't be in. She and my uncle had a great heart for, for ministry, and so they, they started a, a ministry to, to kids in their backyard. Um, and, and whether they were hosting a youth group or, or a family gathering, she, she would go to the same amount of work to make sure that everyone felt welcome and, and uh, invited. Jesus doesn't tell Martha that she's wrong for preparing her house or for cooking food. He just says that Mary has chosen the better of the two options. Eugene Peterson translates this part of Luke saying that, that, that Jesus tells Martha that Mary has chosen what is essential. Now think about that for a moment. Think about all the different ways that the essential is being thrown around in our world today. As a culture, as a society, we're, we're eager to get back to what's normal. We're eager to kind of open up. And there's a lot of debates going on about what's essential and what is not essential. And here Jesus says, sitting at my feet, that is what's essential. But, but that doesn't mean it has to be comfortable. Now, when I picture Martha, I see a, an extroverted person who knew all of her neighbors. She knew their birthdays and she never missed one of them. I kind of see her as the, the queen of FOMO, the fear of missing out. She didn't want to miss out on any party, on anything. Now, right now we're in a season where we are missing a lot. I miss sports dearly. I, I miss watching the Padres play, but on the flip side, they haven't lost a game in 2020, I guess. I miss going to coffee shops. I miss going to breweries. I miss sitting in church with you. It's uncomfortable to hit pause. It's uncomfortable to miss out. It's uncomfortable to sit at home, but it's also an opportunity to sit at Jesus's feet. You, you can't say that you don't have the time to read your Bible, that you don't have the time to pray, that you're in some way too busy. The other thing that, that made Martha a little uncomfortable has to do with the cultural nuance of her day. So like most houses in Bethany, there would have been two places kind of set aside, one for women and children and one for men. And Jesus and the disciples would have gathered in the area that was set apart for men. Mary crosses that, that boundary and then she sits at Jesus' feet. So first, Martha would have been uncomfortable with, with Mary sitting at Jesus' feet. And, and secondly, she would have been uncomfortable with her even being with men at all. Sitting at Jesus' feet was a, a, a role that was reserved for a disciple, for somebody who was following Jesus. And, and so Mary is saying, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to be your disciple. Not only following Jesus, but, but also she wanted to be a teacher under Jesus, a preacher under Jesus, which was a role that would have been reserved for men. And so that would have made Martha really, really uncomfortable. Yet Jesus kind of turns the cultural norm on its head and says, you know what? That's the place to be. 
to be following me right now. Sometimes where we sit, it matters. It has meaning. And sometimes following Jesus, sitting at, at his feet as a disciple, it's uncomfortable. But right now, that's where we're called. We have the opportunity to take some time to sit at Jesus' feet. So maybe this is a season where you pick up a spiritual discipline that you've set down for a while, or, or maybe you start something new. Maybe it's when you pick up that Bible again. Maybe it's when you start journaling again. Maybe it's when you start that, that dedicated time for prayer again. Maybe instead of binge watching another TV show or watching a, a movie for the third or fourth time, you just take some time to be still. Take some time to, to sit at Jesus' feet. I don't know how that looks for you, but I want to invite you to do that during the season where we're at home. Spend some time embracing the discomfort, sitting at Jesus' feet. Let's pray. Loving God, may this season be one where we draw closer to you. Lord, meet us in the discomfort. We pray these things in your name. Amen.